Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. We are here once again with another fantastic episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, as always, we've got your host, Sherman Obed. Obed, what's good with you, man? How you feeling another, today? Another day in paradise, sir. How about yourself? And I'm feeling electric. <laughs> woogie, woogie, woogie. I mean, feeling electric. You know, football's in full force. Uh, what is it? We just had, what, week two in the NFL? We got week three. Week two. We had week three in college. Basketball starts end of next month. Baseball playoffs are coming soon. Um, it's a good time, man. It's a good time of the year. Great time. You, you know, I've been, uh, yeah. any, uh, any, uh, anything happening in your life lately? You want to talk about anything crazy? I am degenerate gambling all over the place. It is great. Excuse <laughs> me. Sorry. Big data analysis along with uh, uh, There's the PC looking term, for everyone. outliers. Looking for mm-hmm. outliers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're trying to, you know, listen. quote unquote analysis. Yes. Analysis, yes. Analysis, yes. Analysis, yeah, I got yes. you. I got you. All right. Yeah. Yeah, not too By much. No, nah, not too much. You know, playing a lot of Madden 24 on the old PS5. That's oh, about hitting it. the sticks. Okay. Dude, you know, it's crazy how much I still love Madden after all these years. You know, I'm probably going to date myself here, and um, you guys can probably jump in here too. By the way, we've got some guests on the line. I'll introduce them here in a second. But um, I go back to like PS2 days of playing Madden, bro. Um, just, it's just Madden crazy. 2005 with uh, Ray Lewis on the cover with the mm-hmm. reflector. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh. Oh, QB vision. Those. You know, and it and it's so funny how people. I always read these articles, and we'll get started in a second. I read these articles that people are complaining about Madden. I, it hasn't changed much. It's, it's the same thing over and over. Like guys, it's football. Football hasn't changed much. Like what do you what newsflash, folks? It doesn't yeah. really change anything. In the last twenty years. Like what do you expect? You want people jumping from the stands in the game to come out and take a snap for you? <laughs> yeah, well i mean people can take their creative player from college all the way to the pros right so yeah i think that manager mode and all that stuff yeah, i think is no. kind of change a dynamic form because it's not good enough just to play as the guys <laughs> you know just a really quick to tell you a little bit about how my madden game works i never punt the ball ever it could be fourth and 24 for my own damn 10 yard line i'm going for it dude I, okay not- brandon staley <laughs> yo call me what you i'm telling you i dude if you're i get it if you're like a professional gamer or something and like you're playing for money and you know your sponsorships and things like that okay play legitimate how you want to do a kick i am true story i have never punted or kicked a field goal in madden in my entire life that is a fact i will i will not joking to you dude, i'm telling you right now if you're playing a video game with your friends at your house just for fun your siblings or your boys or whatever and you're punting from your own 40 yard line on fourth and eight and you're not going for it shame on you you're a terrible human being okay like that's the type of guy who either does his taxes really early on in the year or has never cheated on a girlfriend or a spouse in their entire life okay <laughs> <laughs> like, jesus they are, <laughs> they're not really the fun guy at the party stop staying saying. within the guardrails live a little that's all I'm saying. Like, I feel like everyone, everyone's dating profile, they should say whether or not they go for it on fourth down in Madden. <laughs> Swipe right if you go for it on fourth down. <laughs> but anyway, um, let me introduce our guest, Obed. Uh, we've got Jeff and Chris, first timers here on What's the Word Entertainment. So glad you for joining in. Uh, Jeff coming out from Virginia, Chris from Pennsylvania. What's up, guys? I'm happy to have you guys on. How are you doing? Hey, good man how are you thanks for having us yep yep let's get right yeah. into it uh i know kind of went on there for a bit so let's get into some uh recent ncaa football colorado kind of shaking up the college football world a little bit you know they survived a thriller <clears throat> last weekend against colorado state in what double overtime if i'm not mistaken winning yep. that game the buffalo is winning that game 43 to 35 um i'll i'll bet i'll quickly start with you of course now we did see that travis hunter the uh, two-way player got hurt, and then he's going to be out for a few weeks, and they're 
are you really a believer in this this Buffalo's team? Uh, I mean, it's been a great story so far, but you know, for it to be for them to make noise, the kind of noise that people are putting on them, they'd have to only lose like one game. I just don't know. We haven't gotten them into their Pac-12 play yet, so I I'd be hesitant to shout from the rooftops that they're going to have a spot uh, at the end of the line. You know, whatever that looks like for them. Um, I I mean. If there's anybody who's going to have the coaching staff, he said he's going to add uh, Warren Sapp now. So, you know, they're going to have, you know, NBA, NFL Hall of Famers coaching them up out there. I, I don't know. I think they'll be pro ready, but I don't know if they're going to make the kind of noise people are putting on them. But they're going to win some games. I'll probably have them at a, like a four or five loss team. Right, right, right. Yeah, Jeff. And it's funny. I, I watched the video the other day of uh, Dion and his two sons were at a game. They were, he was talking about, oh, they're going to go pro next year. He's like, no, you're not going to go pro next year. You know, uh, what is it? I mean, I think I will agree with kind of what Obed just said. Like, it's a little early. Let's slow our roll a little a little bit here. Like, what do you think about this Buffalo team? Uh, well, the hype is real. I mean, I spent, like, Friday, Pat McAfee show. They were there, ESPN. He had, he had The Rock. He had Stephen A. Smith. I mean, like, the amount of celebrities that showed up to Colorado because of Deion Sanders and this whole team, I mean – it got me charged up, even though I don't care really about, <laughs> about Colorado. The hype. Oh no, no. So the hype is real. I, the next two weeks, <laughs> it's they're going to reality is going to set in, especially without Travis Hunter. Um, and they're going to need uh Shador Sanders to, uh, to play like he did against TS, uh, TCU. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. You know, he's going to have to throw for another 500 yards and four touchdowns and mm. hope the defense makes some plays. But uh, no, the hype is there. I'm into it. I love it. Uh, but we'll see what happens this week and especially next week against USC. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Facts. I mean, yeah, Chris, I think the next two weeks are definitely, you know, going to tell us a lot about this, this Colorado team, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think that they are a legit team. I think they're they're a serious contender, uh, not for the, the, the championship by any means. They, I think that they're a great, solid team. They're a great story by by no means. They're nothing short of that. Um, but you know, I, as far as putting them in a in a playoff yet, I, I just don't think that they're ready. Uh, Coach Prime, you know, he's got those guys wanting to play for them. They want to be there. They they are they're transferring there. They if he brings in though a Warren Sapp, it's even more people are going to want to be there. They're going to want to have that story. Um, I just don't know if the the talent level is fully there yet to compete with the you know the top fours in in the league. Um, you know, you have Ohio, I mean, just look at the big 10. I mean, Ohio state, Penn state and Michigan, if, and if they play any of those three teams, I think it's, it, it, that's going to be a real tough challenge for them. Um, you know, I mean, especially just this past week with Colorado state double overtime against an unranked winless team. <laughs> um, now I know it's, right, it's, right, uh, right. it's a crosstown rival and, and all that, but Oh man, I don't know if they're ready yet. Yeah, I, I, I think Chris, I think mean, you hit it right on the head. You know, people were talking all this noise, but yo, they went to had to go to double overtime and to a unranked opponent, and just like they beat an unranked opponent uh, the week before in uh, in Nebraska. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, let's slow our roll a bit. Here comes their real first test. If they can get past these next two weeks, and I don't know if they can, I don't see them really. I don't see. I definitely don't see them being USC. Caleb Williams in USC, the, high, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. Um, and I don't really see them 
it's going to be tough to, you know, go against, so against Oregon that, you know, and, and Bo Nix there, you know, that he's an experienced, experienced quarterback, of course, you know, I think formerly of the Auburn Tigers, but it's going to be something if they can get past, and I know that this is in Oregon too. That's the other thing about it. That's it. You know, that's, that's going to be a true test being going against a top 10 team in the nation. So we'll see how it goes, but um, hostile at, environment without your ace. I mean, that's going to be a hard ask. Yeah. 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 For, and let's get into, it. you know, what do you well, let me let me get quickly get your picks for this week? Let's talk about some week four matchups. So, like I said, number 19, Colorado going against number 10, Oregon. Uh, Chris, I'll go, I'll throw it right back to you. Who do you got? You got the Buffaloes or you got the Ducks? I got the Ducks. Um, I, I think going into Oregon without Travis Hunter, um, I, I just think this is going to be the first loss that they get, and I think it's going to be a, a loss that people can look back on and say, Yeah, but it was in Oregon and it was you know their first real challenge. So, I think that. They may get uh, a pass, if you will, on that loss, but I do have Oregon winning that game. Gotcha. Jeff, who do you got, Colorado or Oregon? Uh, I mean, it's easily Oregon. I mean, even with uh, Travis Hunter, (laughs) um, you know, the cards are stacked against them. Um, And now without him, they need to play their most perfect game. Uh, Just don't see it happening, especially in Oregon, so – yeah, uh, give me the ducks. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm I'm agreeing with both of you guys. Oh, Betty, are you going Oregon or Colorado? Yeah, make it three. I'm going to go with Oregon. I just think that they have a better defense. You know, if you don't have ways to attack them, I did like what I saw from the tight end. I can't remember his name from Colorado, but um, I just don't see uh, them going into this environment and with a team that could put up 160 plus more rushing yards than you. When are you going to get the ball back? You know, so. Gotcha. Gotcha. Another big one. Uh, Iowa at Penn State, number 24 versus number seven. Um, obviously, I'm going to go Penn State, of course. I don't think we were expecting me not to say Penn State, but this is a big one uh, at home, a, uh, the whiteout game. Um, but for me, for Penn State, really, they've got to run the ball efficiently with uh, with Singleton and, um, and, and, and Allen as well, too. Um, and the other part about it, and kind of Jeff kind of was saying about it before about the hype about Colorado – now the hype with this whiteout game, don't get too hyped up Penn state. Cause that is going to be, you know, they've always had some close games with Iowa in the past. So don't get too hyped up, you know, to get it in the spectacle spectacle of the whiteout game, you know, just play simple fundamental football and you should, and you should easily beat this Iowa team. Um, Chris, what, what's your thoughts and who do you got winning this one? Uh, I got Penn state winning this game. Um, but I would agree with you. I think they need to to temper expectations, stop with the getting excited. I think that if this game were in Iowa, I'd be a little nervous. Uh, I think yeah. that 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 defense is is legit, and uh, Penn State needs to wake up on offense. They need to they can't have a performance like they did last week. Um, so they need to to get it together. Um, and otherwise, I think that they might they might be in uh, some sneaky trouble. Okay, fair enough, Jeff. Well, I'm I'm sure you're going with the Nittany Lions, but what do you think they got to do to actually win the game? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, last week, I mean, what they had uh, three turnovers in the first quarter, right? They had like two interceptions and a fumble, and they only turned into like a couple of field goals. You know, I mean, whatever. It was Drew Adler's first, you know, Big Ten away game. Uh, but I can, unfortunately, I could see another game like that. Like I. I Mitten Lions are going to win, probably be 30 to 13 again or something like that. Um, But yeah, but, and, you know, they need Cantron, Allen and uh, Nick Singleton to do like their longest, both of them, just real quick. Yeah. I just look, look at a couple of uh, 
Catron Allen, 18 yards is his longest run of the season so far. And yeah. Singleton, 16 yards, his longest run of the season. So wow. like last year, both those guys had multiple like 60, 70 yard. So right. need them to come in and, and, you know, maybe do something big, but yeah. Penn State will win this game. Penn State will win this game. It's yeah. a wide out. Come on. There's, there's no way they're losing yeah. this game. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Obed, uh, Iowa at, at Penn State. Who are you taking here? And have a bunch of Nittany Lions on the show and not go with Penn State. I mean, come on now. Um, so I'm gonna sorry. Go ahead, right, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and go Penn State. I mean, it's the number 17 versus the number 24 team. I have to assume that there's going to be a back and forth, but at a home game, the energy, all the electricity, you know, clearly there could be a back and forth, but I expect Penn State to win. If Penn State doesn't win this game, I think that's just indicative of problems that they've had in the past. We're just like, when are you gonna become closers? When are you gonna become finishers? And that's just not what yeah. we're doing. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. When, when can you actually close out a legitimate, you know, top tier season, you know, and come out and possibly make a college football playoff too. You know what I mean? And, and that's a, that's, that's on James Franklin. Yeah. You're putting pros <laughs> in the league. You're, you're constantly playing right. in bowl games. It's a, it's a system and it's hard so, to get good talent to go to the middle of Pennsylvania. That's like literally you know? what I was about to say. Obey. Yeah. It's the, so it's the take, recruiting. Take this. You got to grab this and go do something with a hundred percent. I have to agree with Obed on that one. It's recruiting. Like how yep. many players, how many student students are going to say at 18 years, going to say, you know what, I'll go play in farms and with, with the cows and stuff in the middle of Pennsylvania, or I can go down to South Florida and play at Miami, or I can go to Southern California and play at USC. I'd rather lose seven games in the sun than like win 12 games in the cold. <laughs> but you know, what, what, but what was the last time Miami won, you know, a national title? Yeah, same thing with Penn state, but you know, and but, again, but, James, James Franklin has had a lot of great recruits and guess what? We, we we're always second fiddle to Ohio state and Michigan. Michigan so. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Speaking of Ohio state, they're ranked six in the country. They're going to go up against number nine, Notre Dame this weekend. Um, Chris, uh, I'm going to take Ohio State. It bains me. It hurts me to actually say those words to pick Ohio State as a winner, <laughs> you know, but I feel like Notre Dame always has a chance. They always start off. They're always ranked really well. I know we're coming into a year and they always fumble during their season. You know, they always come up short and, you know, I know they're led by former Wake Forest quarterback, Sam Hartman, you know, but I think about Notre Dame is they just always make stupid mistakes and you know just fumble the bag and i'm really even though i'm not sold on the ohio state qb um is mccord i think is his name is you know obviously coming on you know, now you got to replace cj shroud who went to the nfl it's like wow oh that's, that's kind of big shoes to fill so what's your take buckeyes or irish who do you got in this one it's funny that you say that i i, I was my thoughts were almost echoing exactly what you said uh i have ohio state winning as well uh i'm not happy about picking that um, but I think this is Fair the enough. Notre Dame game that they, they do this. Like you said, they do this every year. They come out hot. Everybody thinks that they're legit. And then they have that. Are they real game? They have that first true test. They have that ranked opponent where they can really solidify and stamp their name. And, and they fumble the ball. They, they drop the ball. Um, no pun intended. But, you know, that's it's just kind of what they do. It's in the last, you know, five, six years. It's, it's, it's kind of how they've been running. So I, I don't think that that trend stops this year. I, I do agree with you as far as Ohio State. And, they, you know, they lost a lot of big players with C.J. Stroud. And then, I mean, their receiving core is all over the NFL now. Um, but I, I, just the, the culture that they have there, unfortunately, for us Penn State fans, um, they keep finding ways to win. And I think they, they win again this week. Yep, fair enough. Uh, Obed, I mean, even though it's in South Bend, 
you know, I feel like the Buckeyes are just always legit, you know, and feel like they're going to come up with this victory, right? Um, I look at Notre Dame the way that people looked at the post-90s Dallas Cowboys. I think the fanfare is there. I think the dogged following is there. I think the fandom is there. The success just really hasn't been, you know, go to the big show and get squashed. You know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I think that they're, these are studs. These are some of the creme de la creme, right? Like if you, you go to Notre Dame, be an independent because you can hang with just about anybody. Right. Um, that being said, I would absolutely give this game to Ohio state. I just think there's more star talent on that side of the ball, both sides of the ball for that team. Um, I think that they're a, they're a machine, you know, they're a machine. They go out and they deliver what they deliver every time they play. Mm -hmm. They might have a a dust up here or there, but as you said, when you can have not one, not two, but three top 10 wide receivers in the NFL over the last three years, at playing all the and the and the Gary Wilson and Chris Olave are like J- Jason Smith and Jigba is the best one. Are you are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Literally. No. And no, Notre Dame is not going to win this game. Yeah. And and they still got Marvin Harrison Jr. out there too. What? <laughs> Hall of Famer's like, kid. <laughs> Hall of Famer's kid. Are you kidding Literally, me? Another mm-hmm. top ten wide receiver that's going to go in the NFL. You know what I mean? It's like they're producing these stud right receivers every year, Jeff. Right? It's just it's just crazy. And this is why I'm going to put my Lee Corso. Not so fast, my friends. Okay. Not so fast. Because, <laughs> yes, you have Mar- Marvin Harrison Jr., but guess what? I don't trust his Kyle McCord. I really don't. I, I-, I don't know why. You know, C.J. Stroud's not coming back. You know, mm-hmm. all these guys at Ohio State, they ain't coming back. Um, and I love this Sam Hartman. Uh, I do. I-, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I really do. The, uh, um, the uh, super senior, the six-year senior, isn't that right? Yeah, no, he's he's another he's another uh, Sean Clifford. <laughs> he's twenty-four <laughs> years old. Is um, he Mormon? What is he? I th- I think he. Well, I no, think no, he... it just the whole COVID thing, and then redshirt freshman. You know, he, yeah, he yeah, got like yeah, seven no, years no. of eligibility. He's, he's got a he's got a house and two point two kids and a white picket fence already. <laughs> he went exactly. on his on his trip. Um, he had to come back, you know, do his duty, and now he's ready to play again. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, as a, a as a Penn State guy, and I want Ohio State to win because I want us to play them undefeated. But right. to me, this is a 50-50 game. And since Ohio State's at home, I like the Sam Hartman. I'm just going with Notre Dame. Notre Dame's so, at home. Notre Dame's at home. Yeah, Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame. Yes, so they are at home. Yes. Okay, so yeah. you're going Notre Dame. Okay, all right. I'm going fair. Notre Dame. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I, I want Ohio State to win, but I, I think Notre Dame finally, they get their one win against Ohio State. Get over State. the hump. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I hope you're right. We'll see what happens there. Um, let's move on to the NFL guys. Do a little week two recap. Going to start out with my Buffalo Bills getting circling those wagons, getting a win, a dominant win over the Las Vegas Raiders, thirty-eight to ten. Um, be like, this is the kind of offensive performance we should be expecting from the Bills each week a bit, right? Because what you did before, you know, in week one against the Jets, that was just terrible. Even though it was really, I put it all on Josh Allen. I said enough about the Bills last week in my rant, <laughs> you know. Uh, what do you think of this game? Uh, I mean, you know, I think we finally got a chance to see what the Bills are capable of. But much like the no defense games of college football, this is how I look at this. This is a cupcake match at home. You should handle your business, right? Should have handled your business in week one against a team you can absolutely beat. You know, I, I again, I'm still asking somebody to contact the FBI and ask Josh Allen about his whereabouts leading up to that game, because <laughs> those are some of the most suspect throws into coverage, some of the most just bird brain activity on a football field that like somebody has to have offered you millions to go out there and do that because you could have started that. on that again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is, you know, this is a game. This is a 
get right game. Everybody gets a chance to go look good. I want to take my cap to James Cook looking very spry, looking yes. very dominant. Yes. The guy that they that we they remember from college from Georgia that they wanted to give a chance to come out running here. This is the this is why I will ask the question that I ask later for you right you mad, but we need to see something out of this running game that has little to do with Josh Allen. He had uh five yards rushing five rod dressing on the game and they still generated 183 yards that's what you expect from a team like that an offensive line like that mm-hmm. a defense like that um uh, it, it was it was heartbroken for Devonte adams honestly you know i wish that i wish him well i wish him well i hope he breaks <laughs> some more records because he's never going to win anything else again i was gonna i was gonna be my next question to, to you guys here uh chris i mean how long does you think Devonte adams last in las vegas before he's like all right i'm tired of this you know what i mean and really because I don't know if Jimmy G is the guy to get him to rock every single play, you know, because, you know, remember, this is a guy coming from the likes of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Now he's sitting there. He had Derek Carr for a year, which we all thought was going to, they were going to line it up. Remember, these are two, there were two former college teammates. I thought that was going to be a winning tandem for sure. And I feel like at some point, DeMonte is going to get sick of this nonsense, right? Yeah. Look, he's in year two of his five-year $140 million deal. So he can't do too much, but what he can do is what a lot of these guys are doing now. You know, if they're not happy, they, they demand a trade and then they can still just start taking penalties and just not showing up. Um, I, I think that we're going to start to see the implosion of the Raiders uh, sooner rather than later. And um, I mean, Garoppolo, he has yet to proven that he can stay on the field. So once he goes down, mm-hmm. You know, then Devontae's really not going to be happy. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, I can see him being one of those guys in the offseason that demands a trade. Um, yeah. And then I can see I can already see the headlines of he wants to play for the Jets and he wants to play with Aaron Rodgers for, you know, Aaron Rodgers last season and this, that oh and other thing. And, um, you know, I, I can already see it happening. But uh, who knows? Maybe they maybe they wake up. Maybe Garoppolo becomes best friends with him and uh, he gets happy. But. I uh, I could see the offseason this year becoming the, the turning point for him if he doesn't start uh, getting the ball and, and getting what he wants. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, pretty boy Jimmy, you know, they're going to have to definitely deliver to rock more to Devontae, Jeff, right? But, but, the, you know, only, but on the other side, Buffalo did look good, though. Uh, Buffalo, I mean, yeah, they looked fantastic. They had to. I mean, after that uh, performance against the Jets. Um, I mean, yeah, this is what you expect out of this offense, right? Um, Josh Allen just has to learn that it's it's not just him by himself. I mean, right. not even Stefan Diggs. Man, utilize Gabe Davis and let James Cook. Let James Cook. Seriously, you know. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. no, it's, it's, but also too. I mean, they have so many other weapons that a lot of people probably don't realize. Like you know, this Dalton Kincaid, the tight end from Utah. I mean, he's they're expecting a good, some good you know, things out of him. Uh, I mean, he'll be, I think in the next couple of years, he might be a top five tight end in this league, you know, once uh, Dawson Knox, uh, you know, moves on, moves on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, but yeah, no, uh, Devontae Adams, who knows if he really wants to win a championship, then he might have to move on from Las Vegas. But if he loves living in Las Vegas, then uh, I guess he'll stay. And, <laughs> no, and, <that's laughs> you know, another, and remember, Nevada's yeah. another uh, no uh, no state income tax state. I lived there. I lived there for three years. You know, Nevada, yeah. Las Vegas is a fantastic place to live. But uh, but yeah, so <laughs> it's right. up to him if he wants to do that. But 
Yeah. He, he is from Southern California, so I imagine it's nice to be closer to home. I don't think he'll get a chance to go play for any of the L.A. teams or, uh, you know, the Niners. But, um, you know, yeah, it is kind of it's kind of rough. He's kind of made his own bed there. But really, this is all uh, Aaron Rodgers fault. The fact that he went to the Jets <laughs> and then took the price cut on his uh, took the cut on his contract. I think he cut it like thirty five million dollars so they could bring in some other guys. Mm. If you had just taken a cut. When you were with the Packers, you Facts. could have still been there with Devontae Adams, still at it in a, with a good coach. You he literally, I don't know. Listen, he looked like a feeble guy who spends his time doing drugs. That's what he looks like now. <laughs> he don't he don't look like he's in shape. He looks like a, a tweaker or a crackhead. Pardon my language, but <laughs> I digress. He looks feral for sure. Um, <laughs> let's speak about another New York team, the uh, New York Football Giants, who orchestrated a twenty-one point comeback over the Arizona Cardinals. Now, people might say, oh, it's Arizona. They're terrible. You know, they don't have Kyler Murray and things like that. But Arizona's playing a lot better than I think we think they are, they should they would have been. You know, I don't think they're as bad as what everyone thought they were. Because I think there's a lot, there's a couple other worst teams. Like Carolina's, to me, it's worse than Arizona right now. Okay, the Carolina's terrible. And CJ Stroud does not look comfortable there whatsoever. But, um, and speaking of really about this Giants and uh, Cardinals game, I mean, the Giants couldn't get anything going in the first quarter. Um, there was just no action, you know, kind of like me on my prom night, no action happening in that all in that, in that, in that first half, you know, but uh, I mean, Saquon gets injured again. He's out. He's going to be out this for this Thursday night's game. If I'm not mistaken, maybe a, even a yeah. couple of weeks. I don't know, Chris, um, the giants, people were expecting some good things at them. You know, Brian Dable reigning coach of the year, but they kind of start know, you know, what just really starting off slow. So we could start this uh, new 2023 season. Right. Sure. I mean, they 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 needed to wake up. They they came out of the gates completely inept against Dallas. And then even the first half of Arizona, it's like the half of them forgot to get on the plane. They just didn't make it. Um, so, you know, Saquon, unfortunately, goes down. He was having a crazy game, goes down with the ankle. Um, luckily, it looks like he avoided the high ankle sprain, the dreaded high ankle sprain. So uh, I know there was some talks that he might be able to play this week. I, I never believed that for a minute. Um I, I always thought he would yeah. be out there. They were yeah. originally saying three weeks when it happened. And now all of a sudden they're saying, Oh, maybe he can play. Uh, so they ruled him out today, which is, is smart. I mean, yeah, it was too, too quick I, of a turnaround. If they're exactly. like Thursday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To, to Thursday night and you're playing a San Francisco team, which has just been dominant on defense. So you might as well just wave the white flag at this point for them. Anyway, give Saquon the rest that he needs and look forward to the future for the rest of the year. Um, you know, I think Dayball went in at halftime, started throwing stuff around screaming and cursing and, uh, they came out and at least played to the level that people are expecting them to be at. Um, yeah, I think yeah. they, they're a competitive team. I don't know if they're going to be as at t to the level. I think they got a little lucky last year with the talent that they have. Uh, and Daniel Jones, I'm really not a believer. I, I think he makes a little lucky plays with those legs. Um, his accuracy, though, is, is just not there um, it, as far as I can concerned. But gotcha. um, I think they're going to be a, a mid-pack team this year. Okay. Jeff, quickly, I'll get your thoughts on this this matchup between the Giants and the Cardinals. And I'm wondering, you know, are really are the Cardinals better than what people expected them to be, even even with Joshua Dobbs? Uh, no, ab absolutely. I mean, listen, they they figured out a game plan to incorporate Josh Dobbs to do what he's doing, and and you know what, uh, Zach Ertz resurgence, right? I mean, he he's probably the go to guy for them at <laughs> tight end. Um, but no, they, 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 Arizona's making a really good game plan to just don't do anything stupid. 
<laughs> you know, and it's worked. Um, unfortunately, last week, the Giants, after the first half, figured it out. And Daniel Jones played like Superman <laughs> in the second in half. In the second half, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, that, I mean, his stats in the second half, I mean, I don't have it in front of me, but, like, he looked unbelievable. Like, mm-hmm. really, yeah, like, you know, mean, Daniel Jones... Daniel Jones looks like Zach Wilson one minute, and then he looks like Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady the next minute. Like, you know, so, um, no. So, uh, I mean, the Giants have no chance in San Fran this week because it's a short week, Thursday night, no yeah, Saquon. Yeah, no Saquon. Yeah. Um, but, got, yeah. They're getting, so. getting dealt a rough hand for sure. Obed, um, yeah. what, what's your take on the, on the Giants' outlook, really, in, in, in this game? So the Giants have a really hard schedule, and historically, for what they were able to accomplish last year, teams like that, you know, winning the kind of games that they won, the way that they won them, not a lot of uh, wide receiver help for them. You know, tight end is just a, a wasteland and they had to rely on uh, Daniel Bellinger, who is great, but, you know, not really not really a guy that you think is going to lead you uh, in the way you need when you have a quarterback who probably likes to throw to his tight end in Darren Waller more than he does his wide receivers. Um, Brian Dable from a Patriots coaching tree, is not going to show his hand on uh, the first game of the season against a defense that he knows could probably beat the out of his quarterback, pardon my French, uh, with the players that they have. So you come out the first week just like the Pats did. You play vanilla as hard as you can. You try to win the game if you can. And if you're losing, you bail. I've seen the Patriots do this years in and years out. You bail. The game was over. There's no need to put these guys at risk. Just go out there and make it look good for the cameras. You know, shout out to uh, Sean McVay for kicking that field goal for the uh, the for the betters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, a, lot, I, a lot of bad beats on that one. A lot, a lot of bad, of bad beats. beats on that one. I'm yeah. sure Scott Van Pelt had a good time with that one. Um, yeah, <laughs> I just think they have a very hard schedule, right? Like again. You come back off of this win against the Cardinals team, who's Josh Dobbs played the game of his life. Shout out to that man. Glad he got an opportunity. The the Niners, anytime they touch, they give the ball to uh, Chris McCaffrey, it's gold. Seahawks, they might have a chance. The Dolphins, I don't know. I think they should be able to win that game. The Bills, they're not winning that game. The Commanders, they could probably win that game. The Jets, I feel like the defense will be a problem, but they should win that game. The Raiders, they should win that game. The Cowboys, I think they don't win any games against the Cowboys this year, regardless of who their offense fields. I think this should be a a solid year for them it's not going to be pretty but i think what they have is working uh daniel jones pff graded number 17 quarterback fantastic grades offensively uh he's doing mid-tier to better you know 67.2 percent for passing um and the legs we can't say that he's having lucky plays with his legs when some quarterbacks all they have is their legs right like that is an asset we look at anthony richardson yes he threw for 65 percent completion rate his first game of the season but he is a weapon with his legs he had three rushing touchdowns and it was like 16 minutes into the game if he had not been injured we might have watched the greatest rushing event of a quarterback ever since Vic. yeah um, he's also on the concussion protocol too and oh, again we'll talk because, about that because later, of his rushing so. yeah we'll get you know i get to that but you know again i think they just they are they are the polar opposite of a team in their division in uh in the Dallas Cowboys who are able to stifle the New York Giants. Uh we'll get into some Giants talk here. Uh my belief is that the the Jets could be one of the best teams in the NFL if they had just had a healthy quarterback. And yeah, let's get let's get into it. Yeah. Bad again. You know, and I think they're oh sorry about that. Um I think that you know, the Aaron Rodgers getting injured, unfortunately, you know, yeah, I think he's a Wahoo, but I hope that he <laughs> uh, has a has a quick recovery, speedy recovery and comes to comes back to play. Um, 
but he said that he's having this, uh, you know, new, not new age surgery, but some new form of, of a surgery where they do a mm-hmm. speed bridge and it's supposed to heal faster, getting him back to play potentially in, uh, in January sometime during the hunt. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, let me ask you as a Jets fan, do you feel like Aaron Rodgers could possibly have a playoff return? No, I don't care if he can <laughs> come back or not. No, seriously. I, I, I don't care if he can come back or not. He's just too old. Um, for, <laughs> if he wants to come back next year, then he has to just suck it up, just like the rest of the Jets team and the Jets fans. No possible way that he can come back. Um, and that's just that, you know, like, again, I, I, th- I think before we started the podcast, we talked Cam Akers had that same surgery earlier, you know, a couple of years ago, but he was he's 25 or 24 you know, Rogers will be 40 in December. No way he's coming back. He's just hyping up the rest of the team. So he has to, right? I mean, yeah, the millions the, of dollars, at least be a cheerleader on the sideline. The Jets <laughs> built, I mean, and Chris, obviously, you know, he's a Jets fan too, like me. Um, th- this whole team was built around the uh, Aaron Rodgers and now Literally. it's gone. So Rogers has to, you know, um, he has to hype him up. I, I mean, I'm stoked. I'm stoked if he wants to come back next year, but we'll see. But there's no chance he's coming back this year. I'm sorry. So, Chris, just, let me ask you. Oh, I, yeah. Let me, let me in, ad- in addition to that, with what uh, Jeff said regarding, you know, he's not coming back. Well, he's you know, been paid a lot of money. If you have this guy here, the team is ready to go. Do you go get a vet? And then how do you manage that in the future? Yeah, I, I think that you get a vet, um, but I don't know if you get a vet to step in like I, I don't know if you go get a, a Kirk Cousins I don't know if that's the answer um to come in you know look this like Jeff said this team was built around Aaron Rodgers they brought in Nathaniel Hackett they brought in all of his offensive weapons from Green Bay this team was built for Aaron Rodgers so when Aaron went down you can't just input somebody else you can't just put Zach Wilson back in there and be like okay now you're the guy and and he even said that we had a put a new package together for when Zach Wilson went in. It, you, you have to change the whole game plan um, when something like that happens, uh, especially is when it, you build an offense like that. Um, is it okay so, if I chime in real quick here too? I'm sorry, but like, yep. Like, yeah, exactly. So like, you know, like I hear like the Mike Greenberg go oh, trade for Kirk Cousins. No, why? Stupid. Mm-hmm. Cousins is a free agent. You know, like Cousins isn't coming to the Jets. And then, and then Colin Cowherd today says, go get Carson Wentz. <laughs> I, I just no. like, that's why. Both, I, both those Cowherd, dudes are numb nuts. I'm sorry. Both no. those dudes are numb nuts. <laughs> no. I mean, Greeny, Greeny's no, I mean, a diehard Jets fan. So I get where he's coming from. But he, that's why I love he, Greeny, that was, but... is a real Dan Schneider move to be like, go and just get this vet. And I, oh my God, it's going to fix it. You know, <laughs> it's, 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 well, it's no, not going to fix it. Like, it's and not going to fix it. Right. Right. Unless Cousins, unless, unless, okay. So if they want to get, if they want to get Kirk Cousins, then they have to. Aaron Rodgers can't be in the picture anymore, you know, right? Because Rodgers will be a free agent after this season, or I'm sorry, uh, Cousins will be a free agent after the season, so they got to pick him up. But if they're sticking with Rodgers, then they yeah. can't get Cousins. Chris, Chris, go ahead and finish. I know I can hear the frustration in Jeff's voice coming through. The, you know, I get it. As, yeah. as a you live in misery as a Jets fan, Jeff. I sorry, 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 sorry. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Uh... I, I second that misery. I could tell you for sure. Um, but when when you bring in a Kirk Cousins to the Jets, it, it's almost like he's 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 
Kirk is giving up at that point because he's not going to come in and, and lead this team, not knowing the offense, learning the entire offense on the fly. Um, he's, he's better off staying in Minnesota and showing what he's got with Justin Jefferson going into a, um, you know, a, a contract year. I don't know why you would input yourself into a situation like this with Jets and then try to get a payday. Um, it's, it's just not going to happen. I could see the Jets more realistically going after a veteran like, a, unfortunately, a Joe Flacco again and, and bringing them in as an emergency quarterback or something like that. Um, but honestly, I think that the best thing that they can do, if it's even a possibility, is to get Aaron Rodgers back in the building, get him on the sidelines, get him being a coach. They, he, Zach especially needs that encouragement from Aaron. Mm -hmm. um, he, he can't just keep – if he starts getting in his own head and that crowd starts to attack him every week, it's over. They might as well just put in Boyle. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and I'm sorry. And the Jets could have had Kirk Cousins four years ago in free agency, but they decided to do what they did: draft Zach Wilson, draft freaking, you know, like and yeah. So. And Will and Wilson did not look good in this Dallas game, as we know. The Cowboys won that one, thirty to ten. And Wilson just 170 yards passing, one touchdown, and three three just dreadful interceptions. I mean, it is, it is, it is, what is, um, excuse me, it was against the Dallas Cowboys defense. We know probably arguably what the best defense in the national football league right there with San Fran. I got, we got to start saying it, you know what I mean? This team this defense is legitimate. You know, I mean, we all knew they were good, but like, wow, they looked even better. And a lot of shade, you know, was be throwing around at the quarterback with some Dax Prescott, myself included with that, you know, wondering, you know, I knew the defense was legitimate is a championship winning defense, you know, but could Zach, I mean, could Dak Prescott really lead this Cowboys team into prosperity? I got to say, he was efficient with the football, going 31 of 38 for 255 yards and two scores, you know, uh, and he had a, a great game in week one. He didn't have to do too much because they just dominated the Giants. Um, at uh, MetLife Stadium there. But um, this was a good, solid performance uh, from Dak Albed. I, mean, I think you would agree in that this Cowboys team looks like they're, they're one of the best in the NFL right now. You know, after what happened in week one, I you could hear the chammer, the clamor of people saying, well, whatever, like Dak didn't do anything. Well, the team took that information and they said, okay, we are going to win this game defensively. We won't have to do much to win. We're going to show you that we can impose our will when we want to. I, I would, I would, I've said this earlier. I've said it as far as last year. I'd be very careful because this Dallas Cowboys team has been growing, has been growing over the last two years, has gone to the postseason twice, has gone one game closer each year to get, those are the inches that people talk about, the little bits that you have to increase. Now they did get rid of their offensive coordinator. He's always had, uh, at least a top six defense offense in the NFL. So they pushed the tempo. This team opted to push the tempo just to show us that they could push the tempo. You know, I mean, it was, it was, it was very good to see CD lamb start to turn the corner to be become what this, we thought he could be from all those years playing behind other players. Uh, and I mean, it is, they could be deadly. They could be deadly. They didn't, they won this game by 30 by a 20. They'd opted to win last week's game by 40 they're they're putting together a very strong resume but we do need to see them tested right because you're not really getting tested uh against daniel sure. jones you're not getting tested against zach wilson Fast. um you know i i think we might get a chance to see them show out when they go to play arizona excuse me go to play san francisco um that is going to be their first test and they got to mm -hmm. stay out there and play the chargers so those are two high-flying offenses back-to-back -back weeks 
back-to-back weeks, you know, and Sam Matt Stafford did not look bad against the San Francisco 49ers secondary yesterday uh, uh, on a Sunday. So, you know, something to think about. They're going to get a chance to get tested, but I expect them to pass these cast of flying colors. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, Ben, let's get into your Patriots. Um, they dropped another one against against Tua. I think Tua's, what, 5-0 and against, against your squad? Uh, he's doing a thing, man. And, you know, he didn't really have a – crazy crazy game not like he did in week one of course we all saw that one going against the judges but uh yeah Dolphins got this they got this dub 24 to 17 what's your take on this Pats team and how to how do they improve Obed man um if we didn't get robbed for a first down at the end of the game on a great effort by an offensive lineman you'd love to see when the big guys get a chance to change the game uh I would say that they could have taken this game to uh, overtime and maybe stole it. I thought they could have stole game one versus uh, the uh, Eagles myself. Um, you know, I I feel like they needed to be competent on offense. They needed to look like they were organized well on offense, and they absolutely are. They're all, they were like, listen, this is how we're going to beat good teams. We're going to only go to the two stud running backs. We're not going to see any Kevin Harris. We traded away Pierre Strong. You're going to see Mac Jones. You're, you're going to see Ramondre Stevenson. You're going to be see Zeke Elliott. Ramondre didn't really do too great. I think he's still reeling from his injury, uh, from uh, being sick last week. Um, but, you know, I mean, I have to give Matt credit for the amount of passing that he's done over the last two weeks. I think he's like thrown 91 passes and like thrown mm. the most passes in the NFL right now. Mm. Um, you know, something that you expect from an offense ran uh, coordinated by Bill O'Brien. Pardon my French. I just can't look at Bill O'Brien's face he's i just want to say the <laughs> f word so bad because that's what i think of when i see his face it's um, it's it's oh i get this where's the dumbest hats too i can't even stand it another <laughs> now listen at least he was better than charlie Amazing. weiss who had all of his success from tom brady and then didn't do anything with it you know what i oh, mean man. Just went, be, got paid. Right there yeah paid. Uh, but but i digress uh yeah i think uh i think this patriots team honestly they, they're going to this team could easily be one and one maybe two and oh if some things break their way um i am expecting to see mac continue to grow if you can ask of him to throw 40 times every week and he's really to come to the table and do that and get some good throws out there he needs to work on his long ball better but that might be the same thing with tom right tom didn't like throwing the long ball in the patriot system until they got him some guys who could actually catch out there in dante stallworth and randy moss so you know i i uh i thought it was a great game tip my cap to miami um patriots defense i think is back i think it's real uh, got Christian Gazal kid goaded Tua into an interception. Uh, but I think that's more so because Tyreek Hill is injured. He's got a ankle injury right now. Um, okay. You know, but mi- yeah. yeah, Mr. 466 only throwing for 249. I mean, that's something to be proud of, right? They, ca- I think they kept him in check. Uh, yeah. but only, not, only nine incompletions for Tua in this one. Only nine incompletions. I mean, the, the guy, listen, they're making sure to give him the best looks he possibly can. And when you have those, that, that set of wide receivers, um, you, it's hard to go do no wrong now uh, Sherman I should ask you uh the run game was huge you know Raheem Mostert's scheme ceiling what was like 40 yard some odd scamper to the end 43. zone just, 43, yeah, 43. Ru- just running through a great defense that we saw play all night I I do you think like, any more of them I think like they can use him more more frequently more often like not don't always have to rely on Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and these boys Jalen Waddle and concussion protocol. Uh, Tyreek Hill has an injury in his ankle. It seems like these guys are getting beat up. Maybe they need yeah. to start leaning. 
Yeah, most are, you know, you know, after years in San Fran, it feels like, you know, he's he's settling in here in Miami, you know, I, I'm I'm happy for him. Yo, why not, you know, run the football, you know, if, if you can do it, because as they're going, taking these deep shots, you know, these defenses going against Tyreek and Waddle, they're going to be pressed. They're going to be, they're going to be uh, stepping back a little further. They're going to have a lot of room up front to run the ball. So why not? You know, you, you got a, a fairly decent matchup coming up here with, with Denver, um, and then you got Buffalo uh, with and the Giants, and then you can, and the and the Panthers. So you probably can get at least two two out of uh, four victories there for sure, or I mean, not even three. Actually, I I expect Buffalo to win that one. But you know their schedule doesn't get too too much easier, Miami. But I feel like this is a team that will for sure be in the hunt for the AFC East title. I'm still going to pick Buffalo to win the AFC East, of course. But um, yeah, I mean, don't simply rely on Tyreek and Waddle all day long, right? Um, Chris, I'll just go to you very quickly and we got to move on. Um, what's your take on this Miami squad? I mean, first of all, I mean, you know, the Jets are going to win the AFC East with Zach Wilson. I mean, uh, come on. All right. So, it's, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, listen, Miami, <laughs> Miami I, I think that they need to be balanced. They have to be balanced because if you start leaning too much on Mostert, he's proven time and time again that he's going to get hurt. Um, he's not an every down cal you know that he can just tote the rock every single time um but like you had said with with hill and waddle and they stretch that field there's going to be a lot of openings down down the middle if you start leaning on it too much then they're going to start stacking the box but then you can throw it over them again so i think they have to be balanced and that's going to be the key to their success yep uh jeff quickly your takes on this game and what do you think you know how how does this thing get better well, I mean, for the Dolphins, um, they, yeah, they, they need a little better run support because they can't keep relying on Tua and, uh, you know, Waddle and Tyreek Hill. I mean, you know, those guys will get banged up. Obviously, Tua, I mean, it's, you know. So many concussions uh, with him, right? So many they, concussions. Yeah, they, they got to keep him yeah. upright. So uh, so they need a running game, and they're going to regret getting rid of uh, Jacecki as a tight end. But, you know, that's not Mike McD- that's not McDaniel's uh, forte with the tight ends. But, yeah, so uh, they need to re- get more of a better running game to help their success. So, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, it. all right, yeah. oh, fair enough, fair enough. Let's get into our next segment, guys. Where we say it is the you right, you mad. Each of us will make a bold statement. The others will tell us if we're correct or if we're just outright crazy. Um, I say to you, uh, Chris, I'll go to you first and say, uh, quarterback Kirk Cousins will not be in a Minnesota Vikings uniform next season. Uh, I, I say, sure, you're right on that. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he's going into the contract year, and uh, I, I see him getting paid to, to go somewhere where, you know, he's a little bit more respected. I think right now he's kind of viewed as like a middle of the pack kind of, eh, he's just a guy. Um, and I think that he certainly can, uh, you know, go somewhere and be a starter. Even if he went to like a, like a Las Vegas, if uh, if Garoppolo starts to go down, I think him and Devonte Adams can really kind of go crazy. And I think that might be somebody that Devonte says, "Okay, now we have somebody that can throw me." He's just been throwing the ball to Jefferson for so long. Now <laughs> maybe I will stay here. You know, so I think that that might be somewhere that that he could go. But I don't think he'll be back with Minnesota. I think that uh, they're both already looking in different directions. Gotcha. Okay, fair enough, Chris. Uh, I think you've got one here next. You want to ask it, Jeff? What do you think? Yeah. So, Jeff, uh, here's 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 one for you, Russell Wilson. Uh, all those years in in Seattle, and uh, then he goes to Denver, and he's supposed to be this, you know, the resurgence of of Russell Wilson, and we just haven't seen it. I think it's time 
time he sets off into the sunset and retires. What do you think? Uh, no, you mad. You mad. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, only only because, well, they really can't, right? I mean, they've committed to him. He's got another, what, a year or two on his contract that they sign him for. I mean, and is it really all his fault or his problem? I get, I get it. The quarterback always gets blamed for all, for any issues. But, you know, uh, right now, like his first two games, he's got a 68% completion percentage. He's got 500 yards. He's got five TDs, you know, one interception. I mean, he, he had a great game last week. Like, you know, just they lost against the commanders at home. You know, so the QB always gets blamed. You, you, you got to give it, you know, the whole year. You did, with you did have a Hail Mary pass, though, guys. You did have a Hail Mary pass. Yes. That <laughs> yes. was tipped twice and then got lucky on that. Yeah. Big chunk but yard. I, I did it, you know, yeah. you know. Now, and the problem is, you know, he's had nine sacks in two games. That's, that's a lot of sacks. So he's got to stop scrambling and maybe the O-line has to get a little better. Mm-hmm. And Javonta Williams and, you know, they need – a little better with the, you know, do a little better with the running game. But uh, no, he, you're mad. He's not retiring. I just don't well, know if I'll, he's going to stay with the Broncos. So okay. I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I don't think that him and Sean Payton are a good match at all. I, I think that they're going to be butting heads nonstop and one of them's going to have to go. Uh, I, I just can't see that working out. I mean, when you're telling people stop kissing babies and get your head in the game, that's not a good. I guess right what the they, bat. They spent too much money. They spent too much money on both Wilson and Peyton. So yep, that's the Broncos. That, that's fair that's enough. John Elway. Fair enough. Uh, Jeff, I believe you have one here. You can, uh, you'd like to ask uh, Obed, right? So uh, what do you think? Aaron Rodgers will be back next year, but Zach Wilson will not be back with the Jets. What do you think? You know, Jeff, I'm going to say you're right. I don't really see a reason for Aaron Rodgers to uh, not attempt to come back if he's already getting a surgery that's supposedly going to have him ready for the playoffs. Should this team make the playoffs if they feel the defense is that good enough? And whatever veteran I do believe they're going to bring in can hold the ship down until that happens. Um, yeah, and they're done. The Zach Wilson project, they're just deflated every time they go out there. I, it, it's like they feel like they're forced to rally around Zach Wilson because he's there to save them. But And he's, he's one of their guys, but he was just a bad pick by ownership that knows nothing about football. Fair but enough. I fair have enough. a question myself. Uh, Sherman, running quarterbacks are hurting their teams more than helping them this year. You right, you mad. Um, I feel like it's almost a little bit of both because I feel like you right, whereas like we talked, um, I mentioned before, like a guy like Anthony Richardson, literally in his second game, getting concussion. Now he's in concussion pro. He got hurt, actually hurt in the first game running the ball too. But on the other side, a guy like Justin Fields, who has not really been running the game, running the ball, who he he is hurting his team without running the rock. You know what I mean? So I feel like he can go both ways a little bit. You right, Obed, and a little bit you mad. I get the the quarterback; they're the leader of that team. They can't risk injury, but when they need to run it, they the guys like Justin Fields, guys like Anthony Richardson, like I said, guys like like a, like a Lamar Jackson. You know what I mean? That is kind of their forte. That's what they. That's what makes them so special. Their ability to move and around in, in and outside of the pocket. You know, that's what makes them. And especially like Justin Fields, literally, he came out just today and saying he feels robotic. He's been asking what he's playing, you know, and I agree. then on the coaching. So yeah. it's almost, you know, that's why I said, it, I, I get what you're trying to say, Obed, but it can go both ways, you know, yeah. um, but it, guys like that, they have to utilize what their, their God given ability and really do right. what they do. 
you know, the talent that got them to the point. I was going to mention Jalen Hurts was another guy who you see his wide receiver one yelling at him on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe those times you thinking about tucking it, maybe look downfield and see where he is. Facts. Because I'm sure. sure that he'll, he'll mm-hmm. probably, you won't have him yelling at you if you don't play selfish, maybe wait until you get to the red zone and then do your little tush push, but maybe <laughs> try to find this guy a couple of times. He won't be as upset that he's got to push you into the end zone when they get down there. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's guys, let's get into some week three picks here before we roll out the end of the year, uh, the end of this episode, excuse me. Um, Obed, you and I didn't do too, too bad last week. I think you did better than I with the picks, but let's get into week three. We're starting off with Thursday night football, San Francisco hosting the New York football giants. Obed, obviously I think we're going to, I'm going to go 49ers. I think we're all going to go 49ers here on this one. All right. I think we go just try to just chime in yeah. here. Say we're right. all going 49ers, right fellas? No Saquon. No Giants. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, easy one there. Um, next one, Indianapolis at Baltimore. Uh, Obed, I'm gonna go Baltimore on this one. Of course, now with we just mentioned Andrew Richardson might be out with a concussion. We don't know yet. So you could probably they're gonna be starting uh what is it, Gardner Minshew, if that's the case. So yeah, even though even though uh OBJ or we or we call him old BJ, uh he's probably gonna be out with another ankle injury. So, but still it should be Ravens all the way, right? 100% Ravens all the way. I, I wouldn't pick Indianapolis in this, even if Aaron Richard, Aaron, uh, Anthony Richardson was playing. Right. Facts. Uh, Jeff, what do you got? Colts or Ravens? Oh, definitely Ravens, especially with Richardson out. Okay. Big, Not a problem. Yeah. Big, big win. Big win. Yep. Chris, uh, Colts or Ravens, who do you got? Ravens at home. Yep. No doubt. Uh, <laughs> Tennessee at Cleveland. Um, Cleveland's been playing fairly, fairly well, if you could say, but uh, I'm going to go Tennessee here in this one, even though I don't really like Ryan Tannehill. You know, I'm still mad DeAndre Hopkins went there. I, I just feel like, you know, he's just ruining his career, to be honest with you. But that's just my take, Chris. Uh, Titans or Browns, what are you taking? Yeah, can I pick nobody? I don't like either of those teams. Like, I just, <laughs> they're, they're both very boring, very vanilla. They're not, it's not a really uh, sexy game, right? If you, no, right? and, and, and now not. you don't have Chubb, and now Chubb's gone. Chubb's so, out for the year. You know, that was a I, brutal I guess, injury. Oh, gross. Uh, I'm going to take Tennessee, but again, I don't feel good about it. You know, I could see that being one of those nine to six boring snooze fests. Um, But yeah, I'll take Tennessee. Uh, Jeff, Titans or Browns, who are you taking? Actually, I kind of thought I'd be the only one taking Tennessee here. Uh, But no, I'll take Tennessee with Tannehill and Derrick Henry running it down their throat. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I feel like like they're going to get a big dose of Derrick Henry. Uh, Obed, uh, Tennessee or Cleveland, who are you taking? I'm taking Cleveland. They got like a top 12 defense they aren't going to have a drop off because they brought kareem hunt back and jerome ford is is very very much a beast who can continue toting the rock for them in the way that maybe not to nick chubb levels but with that offensive line that seems like amari cooper is still healthy they have elijah moore of jets fame uh, i'm going cleveland all right fair enough um atlanta at detroit uh, i'm definitely going with the lions here in this one lions had a good week one beating the chiefs um oh bad who are you taking falcons or lions Sherman, I'm going to go ahead and take the uh, Falcons in this one. Now, a part of me wants to think about taking Detroit, but I think Atlanta can beat you as long as they have the passing there. It's on the fast track in a dome. Both teams should be even. They're both, you know, uh, air conditioning teams. I'm going to take Atlanta. Okay. Uh, Jeff, uh, Lions or Falcons? Uh, I have the Lions here, just a bounce back game. Uh, They should have beat Seattle last week, but, you know, again, it happens. Yeah, yep. uh, but I love Bijan uh, Robinson uh, with the Atlanta, but uh, no, I just Detroit at home. That's why. Yeah. Well. Well. Yep. Oh yeah. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah. Detroit is at home. You're right. You're right. Sorry about. Uh, Chris, uh, Falcons or Lions? Who are you taking? 
I'm taking the over. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I think the Lions will win. I mean, it, you have Goff versus Ritter. That, that, that alone tells me I want Detroit. <laughs> okay. Uh, New Orleans at Green Bay. Jordan Love's looking pretty good the first couple weeks. They're only going to go about four, five, six touchdowns in the first three, or oh, six touchdowns, I think, in the first two weeks of the season. Uh, I'm going with the Packers, Jeff. Uh, I think they should take this one, even though the Saints are probably overall better, better uh, have a better roster on paper. But I'm going to take the Packers, Jeff. Uh, I agree with you. I, 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 I'm buying into the Jordan Love hype. Um, I mean, he needs better weapons on offense. I mean, I don't know if Christian Watson's coming back this week, uh, but still, uh, Jordan Love's looks good uh, on, uh, you know, for me. So uh, give me, give me the Packers. I, I like it. All right. Fair enough. Chris, who are you taking? Uh, Saints or Pack? Yeah, this is a tough one too. I, I think I'm leaning towards the Packers, but I think it's mostly because they're at home. Um, I, I don't really feel too good about it. I'm not sure what the status of Aaron Jones is. And I think he's going to play a big factor in this. If, if mm. he's back, I can really see them taking that step. Um, but I, I think that the, Jordan Love, I just have a feeling that's going to fall off sometime soon, and it could be this week. But um, I'm not really all that impressed with the Saints. They did not play that well yesterday yeah. uh, in their victory, and I, I guess I'm going to take Green Bay. Gotcha. Oh, two days ago. Yep, yep. Uh, oh, bad. Who are you taking, Saints or Packers? It's a toss-up for me, but I'm going to go to New Orleans because I just think that Jordan Love, PFF's 27th-ranked graded quarterback uh is going to you know turn back into a pumpkin at some point yes the low floor offense is going to keep him upright and give him windows but not having aaron jones is a big deal they didn't have christian watson you know i don't know if these guys are going to come back i don't think it's worth forcing them to come back off for uh for this game uh because they should be able to get some lambo leaps in but i don't know maybe it's a luke musgrave game who knows mm. all right fair enough houston at jacksonville and afc south matchup i think i'm gonna i'm gonna go on the limb and say this is gonna be a clean sweep but we're all we're all picking jacksonville right uh, i think it's gonna be a pretty fairly we can we can all agree to that one houston looks, yeah looks really bad and it's yeah. jacksonville yeah jacksonville by a million by a million <laughs> after last week yeah yeah okay fair enough jacksonville it is uh denver at miami we talked about miami quite a bit here but that you know running need to develop the running game with Mostert and everything uh so i'm gonna say dolphins uh chris who are you taking dolphins or broncos i got the dolphins um you know Denver coming across country for a one o'clock game. I don't like that ever. Um, mm. But then you have Miami's just got too much firepower. I'm taking Miami. Okay. Obed, uh, Denver at Miami. I don't even know if that firepower is going to be out there, but I'm taking Miami. <laughs> Jeff, what do you got? Yeah, same thing. You know, Denver's coming to the Miami heat. I mean, it's going to be like 90 degrees with humidity. Give me Miami over okay. Denver. Yeah. The Los Angeles Chargers at the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I'm going to go Los Angeles. Even though it's at home, Minnesota should actually win this win this one in the Dome, Obed. But I will stick with the Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Chargers. Minnesota should win this game at home, and the Chargers should probably move to 0-3. But I'm going to pick the Chargers. I mean, this is the first time in the NFL history that a, a quarterback has scored 50 points uh, and tossed a bunch of touchdowns and had a bunch of yards and still lost both games, right? Mm. The defense is terrible. For them having Brandon Staley, one of the fakest fake sharps I've ever seen because he's the <laughs> defensive coordinator turned head coach who can't stop a nosebleed with a $200 million defense. Yeah, uh, But I'm going to go Los Angeles, and I hope for the Minnesota upset. I, I honestly think if, if the Chargers go 1-3, Brandon Staley won't have a job uh, pretty soon. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Chris, I'll go to you. Chargers and Vikings. Man, it 
two incredibly unlucky teams, right? I mean, these these guys always end up finding themselves in these weird positions where they either win or they lose by three. Um, and I, I like Minnesota this week. Um, I think that they need to get off the schneid. You know, they have to. Um, and, you know, L.A. is kind of if they go 0 and three. Is anybody really going to be that surprised? I mean, you have Justin Herbert and Eckler's not been playing really. Um, but I, I just can't see Justin Jefferson going 0-3. <laughs> so I'm taking Minnesota. All right, Jeff, what you got, Chargers or Vikings? Uh, this this might be the best game of the week. I mean, really, two fun teams to watch. But uh, I'm going with Minnesota at home. Again, it's a 50-50 game for me. Mm. Uh, give me give me Kirk Cousins and the Vikings at home. So Okay, all right, fair enough. New England at the New York Jets. All right, I'm pretty sure I know where each of you guys are going with this one. Uh, but I'm going to say New England. Uh, and I think Obed's going to probably say the same thing, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. We're about to put them in a body bag. Mm, let's go. Uh, the two Jets fan, Chris and Jeff. I'm going to assume I'm assuming you're going to go actually against your team because of the quarterback situation. But even though maybe you maybe you're going to surprise me. What do you What do you guys got, Chris and Jeff? What do you got? I I got I actually have the Jets. I got the Jets winning, and I all defense. Um, I think that they're going to really get to Mac Jones and give him fits. Um, Sauce dropped that pick six, and he's going to be out for blood. Um, so I, I think they're going to try to just completely stay away from Sauce's side. Um, and they just need to really kind of stop the run. Just stop the run and stop the bleeding. Um, get New York to calm down. It's a home game for, for New York. Um, now, my my hesitancy is they never beat New England anymore, so I don't know about that. But <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking they, ha- they can finally do it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Chris. So fun facts. So. When Tom Brady was the quarterback for the Patriots, the Jets were eight and thirty-one against them. Since Tom Brady left, we're zero and six. That means the Jets are going to win this weekend. So they're, they're going to win this game. It's going to be a tight one. It's bet, bet the under. It's going to be it's going to be sixteen thirteen Jets. <laughs> All right, uh, my Buffalo Bills at the Washington Commanders. Um, obviously. I'm- we know, we know, I'm, you know where I'm going. Buffalo all the way, Chris, right? Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about teams turning into pumpkins. Uh, Washington's going to go where they belong. Um, and I think Buffalo will put them there. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, Bill, Bills and Commanders, who are you taking here? Uh, I mean, Washington has a good defense to, you know, give a scare for uh, Josh Allen. But uh, no, the Bills are way more experienced uh, yeah. and have more talent. So, yep. Bills. Obed. Yep. Oh, Obed, where are you going? Buffalo or Washington? I'm not, why would I think Washington? Let's go Buffalo. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. Carolina at Seattle. I mentioned it before. Carolina. I think Carolina is the worst team in the NFL, even worse than Arizona. Like I said, Stroud just looks like he just doesn't know where he is at the, when he's on the football field, to be honest with you, Jeff. Uh, uh, so I, I'm going to go Seahawks all the way. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, poor CJ Stroud. Just whatever. He's a rookie. It let, let it happen. But um, give, yeah, give me Seattle. Give me G, give me the ex Jets quarterback Geno Smith. Yeah, Chris. Somehow you guys always find to make it back to some Jets information. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is about you two. But anyway, <laughs> Chris, what do you got? Uh, Panthers or Seahawks? I, I got the Seahawks. Uh, I, I can see the Seahawks getting you know two defensive touchdowns in this game against Bryce Young. I, I just don't really see it. Uh, he's really just kind of targeting Adam Thielen and Hayden Hurst right now. Like now, give me the Seahawks. Yep. Uh, Obed, who are you taking? I don't know even know why you asked me, dog. I'm taking Seattle. Carolina. <laughs> I think I, I heard that uh what's that fool's name? The quarterback of Carolina is averaging like four yards a pass. Get out of here. Oh, it's yeah. terrible. Bryce, Bryce uh, Young. Yep. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said CJ Stroud again. I don't know why. I'm sorry. Yep, you're hard. Yeah, he's no he's no Anthony Richardson. Like if they had yeah, yeah, they had yeah. Richardson and Kevin, but yeah. No. Yeah, it's Bry- it's Bryce Young. Excuse me. I keep saying CJ Stroud earlier. I said it earlier. I said it again. That's that's my fault. Yeah, but yeah. Bryce Young. He that's why I meant. Yeah, he looks really confused on the football field for sure. But he even but even does even does Stroud over there in Houston. So yeah, um, Dallas and Arizona. I'm gonna assume we're all gonna pick the Cowboys in this one. This is an easy clean sweep of this one, guys. Because I mean, yeah, Mike, it, Micah Parsons, baby, Micah. Yeah, I think I think it's Dallas. Dallas. Yep, yep, yeah. Dallas. Everyone. Yeah, Dallas. Yep. Uh, Chicago, Kansas City. I'm gonna say the same thing. They're gonna go. Oh, we're gonna go Kansas City. Chicago looks so bad. Right. Let's go Chiefs, everybody. I'm pretty sure we're good there. Absolutely going Chiefs. Chiefs. This is a, this is gonna be the get rightest to get right game. Travis Kelsey didn't look like himself. He gutted it out. Give him credit for that. Four over twenty six and a touchdown is what he usually does. He yeah. might be a little looser this game, and you'll see a little more. Kelsey's going for over yeah. 100 yards. I'm going to say it right now. Kelsey's going for over 100 yards. In fact, three, three touchdowns. I was going to say two. I was going to say two. I hope so for my fantasy team, baby. <laughs> <Let's go>. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I, I feel you. Uh, Pittsburgh at Las Vegas. Um, I actually wanted to say Pittsburgh, but I'm going to go Las Vegas, Chris. I don't know why, but I really do want to say Pittsburgh. So I'll go with Vegas. I, I think Tomlin gets this team at least competitive. Um, they have talent. They really do. Uh, I like the picket to Pickens connection. Uh, I think that that can be something. Um, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Oh, oh, all right. Jeff, what do you got? Steelers or Raiders? Uh, no, I, I mean, I agree. Like Tomlin somehow finds a way to team, for this team to have a winning record every year. But uh, no, I'm I'm taking Vegas in Vegas. So Yeah, Obed? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take Vegas in Vegas. Um, I mean, I actually don't think Pittsburgh is a good team at all. Uh, I don't know what people are talking about. Yeah, they've got stuff on defense. They have a, a safety that'll come in and blow your knee up. Yeah, I know that <laughs> much. So. They got, they got, but, they got but, TJ Watt. I mean, TJ uh, Watt. I mean, so, yeah, yeah, but yeah, so I think there are way better defensive linemen who command triple coverage, who don't get to do all the honey hole stuff on the outside and move around. There's always been that guy in Pittsburgh. I'm like blown away that people can't fathom that they could do another Troy Palomalu where they just have the one guy who does everything on defense. Like, yeah, okay, they have those guys. It's I respect the D linemen who are playing with their hand in the dirt the entire time more than Mr. Run around and make plays. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Las Vegas on that one. Fair enough. Philadelphia at Tampa Bay, uh, Jeff, uh, I'm going to Eagles, you know, Baker Mayfield, he, he can't be, he can't get past this, this Philadelphia defense. Right. I mean, I, I do enjoy uh, Baker actually being the quarterback over there because he's got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin to go through, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, Philadelphia wins this game. They're just yep. a better team. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah fair enough. Uh, I got Philly. Oh, I got Philly. Obed, uh, Eagles or Bucks? Who are you taking? Uh, I'm going with the Eagles. Uh, but to be clear, the Eagles have only won by 11 points against uh, the Patriots. And who did they play week one? The Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota Vikings, right? So mm, you're giving up more points than you probably should be. I'm not going to say that Tampa Bay is going to go out here and throw get a bunch of points on the board. But we've seen that Mike Evans is willing to abuse a bad secondary. So who knows what could happen. But I'm going to go Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chris, what do you got? Tampa Bay has been surprising people. I mean, I, I, I didn't expect them to be two and zero. that's for sure. Um, you know, you got Baker, uh, Mike Evans is, is looking like Mike Evans, you know, which there was talks about him coming over to the jets at one point too. And now all of oh, a sudden he's, he's lighting it up, you know? Um, so give me the Eagles. All right. <laughs> again, throwing those, <laughs> throwing that jets name around there again. Jeez. 
<laughs> what, 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 did, what did we do to deserve this Obed? Uh, and finally, the Los Angeles Rams at Cincinnati. Cincinnati better turn around. I know they started started Owen, they're Owen two. They started Owen two last year and went up in the AFC Championship game. I think they started Owen two the year before that, went up in the Super Bowl. So it's not too much room to panic. But if you go Owen three, you definitely got to be panicking. So I got to say Cincinnati in this one, Chris. It's going to come down to Joe Burrow. Is he playing? Because if he's not playing, I'm not taking Cincinnati. Um, their That's backup quarterback story. has had their backup quarterback has has zero completions in the professional level. Nah, and the way that the Rams have been playing, mm-hmm. I'll take the Rams. Now that's a caveat because if Burrow plays, then I can see that being a get right game for them at home on yeah. Monday night. Um, but if Burrow is out, I can't take Cincy. Yeah, I think I mean, I think that's a given. Yeah, if he's in there, he's he's going. They're gonna should we should win that game. Jeff, uh, Rams and Bengals. Who are you taking? Uh, there's no way Burrow's not playing this game, um, especially at 0-2 and at home. And the Rams have to travel east. So um, this is a get-right game for uh, the Bengals. You know, get get Joe Mixon <laughs> involved. Yeah. I mean, we, we you know, so uh, let, let, let's go Bengals. I, I got the Bengals winning this game, actually. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Obed, lastly, uh, Bengals hosting the Rams. I have Cincinnati playing this game, but uh, winning this game. But honestly, the Rams have looked like they have found their offensive stretch. They had Jalen Warren playing like 76 of 78 snaps, you know, looking like a, a short, petite uh, Todd Gurley out there. Um, you know, and Puka Nakua, I guess, is Ooh, that dude. That's right. Puka, is, Puka, Puka Nakua, Puka, baby. Puka oh, my God. Him. This kid Puka is a is stud, right? Yeah, he will attack your your corners. He will attack your your uh, secondary. He is not afraid. Um, so, yeah, I, I – uh, they and again, Sam uh, Bradford – not Sam Bradford. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Matthew Stafford. Matthew Matthew Stafford, excuse me. Matthew Stafford has looked, you know, rejuvenated. He's slinging the rock out there, putting the ball wherever he wants to. I and mean, and, and I, this is that without Cooper Cup. I was going to be what they're so doing. Oh, quick, quickly before we go a bit, I was going to ask you, what does Puka Nakua look like once Cooper Cup comes back? What is that situation? That, you know, he's wearing number seventeen. He's going to look like. Bobby trees. That's, that's what they, that's what they were doing to people when they put up almost a hundred points with the Kansas city chiefs on Monday night football, you have Cooper cup who can attack you from the Y slot. You have this wide receiver who looks short and spry that you could put anywhere. He didn't go to USC, but that guy can play. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like you attack every offense, just like that with a guy who can keep slinging. It used to be Jerry Goff. Now it's Matthew Stafford. Uh, I think they're going to be deadly. You know, I think they're okay. going to be deadly. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on what's the word entertainment um i want to thank our guests chris and jeff for joining in uh obed any last words for the people before we roll out of here you know what i appreciate all of you thank you very much for making the time to come out here uh you know have a great night enjoy the rest with you and yours and uh get ready for week three yes sir yes sir don't forget to check us out on twitter at the wwent for obed for our guests chris and jeff we will catch you guys next time peace peace